Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive, and today I welcome Jasmine Gray. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Can, you, can I start by just asking you to maybe tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my name is Jasmine Gray. I am the Business Services and Entrepreneurship Coordinator for Economic Development Regina, and I'm the Regina Liaison for Square One, uh, which is the Saskatchewan Business Resource Centre. And Square One is what I want to talk to you about today. So what is Square One? So Square One, um, we were put together in March of 2014 um, in Saskatoon. So uh, Saskatoon Regional Economic Development Authority, or SRITA, um, developed Square One. And it has now, it was a provincial program uh, for entrepreneurs. So it was supposed to be a business resource center for entrepreneurs to be able to go in um, and learn what steps they need to take to starting a business. Um, and what resources are available to them and just really anything it's, it's cast the net completely wide so anyone any industry can come to us and ask us questions um, about how to start a business so we are a part of something called the Canada Business Network so it can sound a little confusing but the Canada Business Network um, is the federal program um, through Western Diversification that funds Square One okay. and because it's federal there is a version of us in every province and territory in Canada um, so we've had entrepreneurs from other provinces call us and we will um, refer them to our sister organization in their province. Um, and at one point, through Economic Development Regina Square One was just a call-in center um, where people could call us and we could help them. Uh, that's when I first started, which is about two years ago. In November of 2015 I started. Um, and then I saw that there wasn't really anything like Square One in Regina. So often in other provinces they only have one um, like brick and mortar location that people can walk into. Um, but in Regina, there wasn't anything else like it. And when I started doing a little bit of outreach, talking to a couple different organizations that I knew worked with entrepreneurs, I could tell there was a huge demand and need for somewhere for entrepreneurs to be sent to to understand registration, licensing permits, business planning, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so that's when I started making it a bigger part of my role, transitioned some of my other stuff over to another colleague, um, and became full-time square one. Um, just in April of this year, I was full-time put square one working with entrepreneurs. Oh, that's really neat. So what, um, like I have a business idea, how do people generally come in to square one? So square one is a big part of referrals. So we have a ton of community partners that we work with that will send individuals to us. So for example, if someone wants to start a business, a lot of the times they're looking for funding. So they'll go to a financial institution. If you go to a bank, you need to have a business plan. And before, the financial institutions weren't sure where to send somebody to start building on that business plan. They just said, go build a business plan. That person was like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> um, so then now a lot of them refer to us. So we get a ton of them from financial institutions. Um, so it's mostly a lot of it's word of mouth as well as we have a Facebook page. So at Square One Sask, um, we've got a Twitter account, um, a LinkedIn page. So those, the Facebook one is the biggest one that drives a lot of people to us and asking us questions and finding out about us. Um, and then, as I said, that referral network from honestly, not even just from organizations, but people. So if someone was talking to you and saying, I want to start a business, you know who I am, you'd send them to me. Um, that's often what happens for the Southern Saskatchewan region. They'll come to me. And then Northern Saskatchewan, they'll go to the Square One office in Saskatoon. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. So then if I, if I um, well, we'll talk about the resources that you do offer, but do you, uh, is part of that advice on the business plan or is it um, more than that or less than that? Or uh, Yeah, so it just, 
It kind of depends. So we get people that will come in all over the spectrum for where they're at with their business. So we have some people that come in and they're just saying, I want to become an entrepreneur. How do I come up with an idea? So I've had that, um, which in that case, I talked to them like, okay, so what are you interested in? Where's your skill set? Um, and then looking at the demand in the market. So we can talk about that. Um, we've had people that come in with their business idea and are looking at feasibility. Now, we don't compete with, for example, like consultants that are out there. So there are people that will do full feasibility studies for you. We don't do that. Um, but we do have other tools and we'll ask some questions to start getting your mind on track of what you need to start thinking about. And then if you want to go out and do some primary research or research uh, that you have to conduct yourself, um, that's when you'd work with a business consultant or, or other or marketing agencies or whomever, depending on their question. Okay. So what kind of resources would I find at Square One? Yeah, so um, our core resources, one of them is called expert guidance or just really pathfinding. So oftentimes, like the whole start at square one, that's kind of where it came from. So people would come to us and say, okay, I want to start a business. And then we'd say, okay, talk about the business idea a little bit. And then we say, okay, what, what resources are you looking for? Or what questions or needs do you have? And based on their needs, I refer them out. So we can't do everything or know everything. Right. So we refer back to a ton of organizations. Um, so that's a big part of what we do. We try and I make it my job to know what resources are available for entrepreneurs in the province and in Canada. Um, so we have a Sask Biz Grid on the Square One website that you can go to yourself if you're wanting to filter through resources that are in the province based on your need. Um, that's something that we're still in development of right now. Um, so if you don't find yourself on there, let us know and we can see where you would fit. Um, but that's a big part of it is just so knowing where to send people. Sorry, if I am a resource, you can get put on our SaaS biz code. Okay, and I would just look at and see what you have there now and go, ah, Where hey, does your organization why, why fit? Why aren't I on there? Yeah, and so it shows, like, um, based on your type of need, what organizations there are. Oh, okay. And all public ones um, are on there currently, are nonprofits. Um, private, we're still trying to figure out what that looks like on getting private companies on there. Because we want to ensure that they're companies that do work with startups. Because a lot of companies don't work with startups because they don't have the capacity to work with them because startups typically can't spend a lot of money at the beginning. Um, so there are, we'd like to make sure that whatever organizations are on there have a specific landing page on their website or something that shows that they specifically can work with startups or small business specifically. Okay. Yeah, so that's a big part of it is that pathfinding piece. So if someone comes to me looking for funding, we don't offer funding, but I'll tell them about different financial institutions, angel networks, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, so that's a big one. And then another one is market research. So. When you're building a business plan, there's a couple different types of market research that need to go in there. Primary market research that you do yourself and you conduct yourself, like surveys, focus groups, that stuff. And then there's secondary market research. So that market research is research that already has been done that you can look at. Um, so we have access to secondary market research for free for entrepreneurs. Oh, wow. So it helps because it's instead of just scanning the internet and hoping things are credible, we have credible databases that we pay for and subscribe to, utilizing that federal funding and then entrepreneurs get free access to it. Um, so we pull the research reports. And those would be, uh, I guess, credible sources that the financial institutions or your investors would then uh, appreciate. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the three different reports that we have, we have three different big pieces that we can help you with. One is an industry report, so it shows you what the industry looks like right now in Canada and projected to look like in the next five years. Okay. So that's huge, and that's through IBIS World. That's a big one that we utilize. Um, we also have a competitor listing, so we can, 
this, these two ones are based off your industry code. So based off of that, we can pull what your competition is, say in Regina or in Saskatoon or in Humboldt, Moose Jaw, or all of Saskatchewan. Um, and that will just give you a really good idea of the competitive landscape. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. And it also shows you estimated sales volumes in a year and estimated expenses. So that can help you put into those projections of what your expenses and revenues are gonna be in the first year, three years. Um, so that helps you with that business planning projections piece as well. And does the, um, does the forecasting, the one you mentioned earlier, yeah. uh, does it get to a regional level or it's Canadian? So yeah. that report is only Canadian. That's as narrow as we can get. But that's where there are some other resources online that you can utilize, like Stats Canada sometimes will break down into provinces and sometimes into the urban centers. Um, and there are other resource databases as well online. Um, a lot of the times they are paid. So you can find some free stuff online, but you also, if you're wanting very specific and it's a, if it's a very niche industry, you might have to either conduct your own research or work with a business consultant on doing some of that research with you. Okay. Um, and then the third report is a demographics report. So industry report, competitive listening and then demographics. And that'll show you based off the census, what the demographics look like in a certain area. Um, so whether that be age, gender, um, family households with kids, without kids, average household incomes, that stuff, but then also expenditures. So it gives you an expenditure listing. So it, for example, we can break down food expenditures all the way down to meat expenditures, beef expenditures. We can go all the way down. So if you're opening up a burger restaurant, having the beef expenditures in Regina is a pretty big number to understand. And how local can you get on that? That one's very local. So the competitor listing, that one we can do as a competitor and demographic. We can get those as narrowed down as your city, as narrowed down as your postal code. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. And it's, um, it's a real listing, so it'll just give me, okay, you got McDonald's, Burger King, and these right. companies. And, yeah. Uh, and the competitor listing has, I mean, there are some limitations. If you're working in an industry where a lot of it are independents, like photography, for example, you're not going to see independent individual names listed there. Um, they do it based off of looking at like the yellow pages and Google searches, and then they call and verify. So you'll have, there'll be a whole column with verified or unverified where they called to see if that place was open or not open. Um, and they are usually updated about every three to six months. So there can be discrepancies based on that as well. So there are limitations to them, but for free, for the start, just to get a good understanding of your industry, your competition, what your consumer looks like, pretty huge. Yeah, and it's free. Free. For small, medium-sized enterprises or people that are looking to start up. So if some company over 500 employees for example, asked me for those kind of reports, those companies can afford to pay for those mm -hmm. ones probably on there. <laughs> and, and how would, uh, how do I qualify myself or how do you qualify someone that comes in and wants that report just based on the conversation, I guess? Yeah. 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 And I mean, we, we just have a chat and see and make sure it's something you're going to be utilizing. And we do limit it where we say about three industry codes per person per year. So if someone asked me about like 50 industries, we're not going to provide that because that'll be a very significant amount of time that we would have to put into pulling all of that data. Um, so we just based off the conversation and what the person's actually going to be able to utilize. Um, for example, if someone wanted the competitor listing for every burger restaurant or every restaurant in Canada, we couldn't pull that because it's just way too big um, and it wouldn't be useful to that person. So we, that one actually is pretty awesome because you can reverse look up. So we usually tell people, give us your top five to 10 competitors, we'll reverse look them up and put them into one list for you. Because then that's the most useful for you to benchmark yourself against another company. Okay, and are they pulling that from, is that data coming from business licenses or do you know how it? So on Reference Canada, as I was saying, that one's on um, looking at like white pages and things like that. So that's why I was saying, 
independents typically you don't find them unless they're actually marketing themselves in white pages or in like if they're pretty high up in the google search oh, okay um yeah that's ref- it's called reference canada is the database and then that research um of your competitor list would would be a list mm-hmm. it wouldn't go much it wouldn't go deeper into that like no they're pricing or their, no. you know, okay. But okay. it does have their website, so you can go on yeah, no, you can further go research based yeah. on what you, on, on which ones you think are relevant to you. Oh, that's really valuable. That's yeah. nice. So, yeah, so research is one. Big, yeah. So that one is like one of our biggest utilized because people need to develop that business plan and, and to find credible information that you can utilize is really hard online. Uh, so that's a big one. And then some of our other resources that we have, one of them is called our Ask an Expert program. Um, so you can go through our Ask an Expert program and meet with a business professional for 45 minutes for 20 bucks. And that includes nice. a lawyer, an accountant, a business plan person, and a marketing executive. So those are the people that you could meet with? Those are the four that we have. And you can meet with each one of them once per year. So it's just that initial conversation um, to speak with one of those individuals because a lot of the questions that we get at the beginning are often related to those subjects. And we're not going to pretend like we're subject matter experts mm-hmm. in every area. There's people that are those things. So we utilize um, different companies that volunteer their time. To oh, so these aren't staff at no. uh, Square One or Economic Development. These are people volunteering. Actually yeah, they volunteer. Each one volunteers three hours of their time each month. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. So, um, yeah, we definitely are lucky to have them and. For an example, like some of the big questions that we get asked um, are what structure of business should I be? So should I be a sole proprietorship or should I be incorporated? Um, and that question is almost always the best answered by a lawyer and an accountant because it's usually legal or tax implications that they're looking at. Um, so we're really lucky that we can utilize them um, for those answers. Oh, yeah, that's huge. I imagine if you were just starting, um, the the amount of questions you'd have would be crazy, like just... Yeah, a lot of them are accounting because people will ask about their GST accounts or PST accounts or what can I write off as this? Yeah. Uh, and then what, what, do I need to do, what do I need to do come tax time? That kind of stuff, which we high level have answers um, that you can find basically online if you want to look for it or we can chat, them, chat to them about it provincially, what it looks like. Um, but once they start getting specific to their industry, well, and so many biz- businesses are so <laughs> unique. So it would, yeah, really be valuable to just even sort of get a sense of the landscape of what you are facing when you open up. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why that's that 45 minutes, 20 bucks once. If they want to meet with them outside of it, they can, but they have to make that relationship yeah. themselves. Good deal. So that's once a year or each one once per year, each one once per year. So you could do all four. Right. Perfect. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, and I love that we have that one, as I said, just because those are the type of questions that we often get. Do people um, uh, take, take you up on that? Yeah, it's not. I mean, I would think that it would be way busier. Um, some months we will have some advisors that are fully booked up for the three hours. And then there's some months where there's only one of the three hours that are booked up. Um, so we really do need to create more, more, more awareness about that yeah. um, just because it's huge, right? Because these are all companies that you would typically pay by the hour. Yeah. Significantly more, more than, than 20, 20 bucks. bucks. <laughs> um, but who wants to talk to a lawyer? So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, no, I think that program, I, we do need to, make, to create a little bit more awareness on that and just get people out and knowing about it mm-hmm. um, just because it is huge. But a lot of companies, when they are getting started, 
um, will have already talked to individuals they know that are in those fields, but maybe they don't know all yeah. four fields, right? So uh, let me flip that around now. Okay. If I if a person is in one of those fields and would like to volunteer, is that something that's open or do they? How do you recruit those volunteers? Yeah. So when we first started doing it in Regina, um, it was. We kind of talked to a couple of people that we knew and asked if they'd be okay with volunteering. Um, and those people get first right of refusal to re-up each year if they'd like to. Um, and we actually do it every quarter. So every quarter they can say if they're interested in okay. continuing on with the program. Um, and we have had some that have something like came up and they're going to be really busy or gone or out of country. Um, so they brought somebody new in. Um, and it just depends on demand. If yeah. demand increased, we would have more people that would come in and be advisors. Um, but until we have that demand increase... But For we're sure. always open. If people are interested in being a guest advisor or, or an Ask an Expert, um, then they can always let us know and we keep them on a list so that we can okay. bring them in as soon as we need them. Yeah. Um, outside of those, so those are, I say I would say, are three big ones. Um, those are the ones that I would say are utilized the most often and have like a lot of value to bring um, that doesn't really exist elsewhere. Um, we can also help with business registration assistance. So when you're starting a business, you have to get it registered through Information Services Corporation. And we've seen the process done multiple times. So if people have questions about what that process looks like, we're happy to help them. We actually have a computer right in our office at Economic Development Regina. They can come sit down and then if they want to book an appointment with me, I can kind of walk through it with them. I'm not do it, but not fill it in, but I can stand there and they can ask any questions that they might have because we have a um, partnership with ISC to do so. Um, and then we also have business guides and checklists. So I guess this is the number one thing we have is our startup checklist. Uh, the startup checklist is a list that outlines the essential tasks to consider when starting a business in Saskatchewan. So it is just so imperative to have on hand because there are so many things that you have to do. Oh my goodness, I bet. And then there's, you don't know what you don't know. So right. you don't see it. <laughs> so it's all nicely in a pretty list for you, which I absolutely love. Um, so it goes all through the um, business planning and research phase. That's one big area. And then it goes into business registration, like naming it, all of that licensing and permits, what that looks like in the province, what tools you can utilize to find which licenses and permits you might need. Um, and then it goes into tax accounts. So PST account, GST account, when you need them, like where the links are to find um, information on that. Um, and then employment standards. So if you are gonna hire employees, things that you need to know that you have oh, yeah, to do yeah. to do so. <laughs> um, and then other resources. So then we have like another section that's commonly asked questions business bank accounts, insurance, that kind of stuff, that we have a couple little line items, all with links to where to go to get these things. So it's not just, this is what you should be doing, it's this is what you should be doing and this is how where you do it. Go. Oh, great. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, I could see that being uh, yeah. very valuable. For yeah, sure. that one is handed to every entrepreneur that walks through the door. Because even if you're a person that's already started a business, maybe you haven't checked have a couple of them something. off, which yeah. is totally fair, there's so many of them. So um, we provide that to anybody. All right, checklists, and there was something else you'd mentioned. Yeah, so that one, so the, that's a checklist, and we actually have over 100 of those in different areas. So we've got, for example, an importing, if you're starting an importing oh, okay. company, we've got marketing checklists, we have like advertising do's and don'ts, um, little things like that, that we have found information through the Canada Business Network to put into checklists or guides. Um, so we have over 100 of those right on our website. You can download them straight off the website um, as a PDF. And then we also have templates. So we also subscribe to something um, where we have access to different templates. So sometimes people will ask us for a partnership agreement template, for example, and we can provide them with the template. 
obviously they still need to go through it and walk through it with a lawyer, but it gives them that starting point of things they need to consider when doing something like that or at least contractor, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, like business plan template or anything? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I probably should mention that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we definitely have a business plan template. Um, for business plan assistance, we have um, our business plan template, which is a Word document that you can fill in and it goes through each section and what kind of stuff you need to put in there. Um, and then we've got, as I said, the market research. We also have over 300 business plan samples. So they're fully oh, written wow. business plans yeah. in different industries. So it's really nice because then you can see one filled in in your language, right? In your industry language that you've, so you can understand what people were thinking through. Um, obviously you can't use any of that information on your own and it's, a lot of it is US or US examples, but they are real companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see that. And those are very specific business plans and like detailed, so you can scale it down based on your need, but that one's a really good one. And then we have our business plan advisor in our Ask an Expert program. Um, so all those kind of tie into each other. And then, Based on needs, we refer to other organizations too that help with business plans. Yeah. Like Women Entrepreneurs of Saskatchewan, for example, has like a whole three-hour business course, business plan course, things like that, depending on the need of the individual, what they're looking for. With the business plan samples, is that an online thing or that's something you That's something I have to get. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we have to pull it through our database. Um, so that and the market research, we have, to get, we have to get access to it and then provide it to the entrepreneur. Yeah, so they just have to email us and ask us for it and we're oh, happy to provide. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that, those are our big pillars of what we do. So we also actually have events. Um, that's not part of our core mandate, but we do it anyways, just because it's fun and entrepreneurs and just giving them some events and, and things that they can utilize. Um, so some of our events that we have, um, for example, we've got our Start at Square One seminar that we do twice per month. It's free. And that's where we go through that startup checklist that I have um, in details. So if the checklist isn't enough for you to kind of get going and you want to know more about some of the areas of the startup checklist, we go through them in a little bit more detail in that presentation. Um, and then we also are just October 24th, we launched it for the first time, a webinar version. Oh, neat. So we now have a webinar version of it as well so that if you're in the rural area or you just can't make it down to the offices in Regina or Saskatoon, then you can access it through webinar, which is pretty awesome. How did that go? The first one on October 24th, I think it went really well. Like the audio and video worked. We didn't have, I think we had one person that didn't quite work for them. So we'll have to see what word that was, but it went really well and we had really good response. We had a lot of people sign up for it. Um, mostly coming from rural Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was really good. Um, I have to go through all of our, we have got quite a few (laughs) events, but, um, another flagship event that we have is our ignite your ideas event. And it's a semi-annual event. And this one's actually coming up on November 15th in Regina and 16th in Saskatoon. Um, we are sold out for both of them already, but we do it twice per year. So the next one's in May. Um, but this event is a speed networking event where 12 entrepreneurs get to come in and there are 10 um, advisors in the room that are all local entrepreneurs that have been there, done that, right? So they've gone through the motions of starting a business and they're all successful now in their business at different stages. Um, so you get to sit down with each one of them, one-on-one, six to seven minutes a table, depending how many people we get, but six to seven minutes per table, rapid fire. So you go to each table, pitch your idea, um, and get some feedback. Oh, okay, so you have to pitch kind of what it is you're proposing, yep. and then they'll give you their honest kind of, I'm yeah. in, in business. And, this and you can ask them questions based on the industry that they're in. You can ask them questions, barriers that they've faced, things to think of, things that you would never have thought of, um, that kind of stuff. So it's really just good to hear from other entrepreneurs that have been in your oh, shoes before yeah. and 
it also makes that connection, right? So these are people that oftentimes they'll talk to again afterwards um, and just develop that relationship within the entrepreneurship community. Mm-hmm. So um, that one's hands down one of my favorite events. I love yeah. doing it and yeah. it always has this really great buzz in the room and they get to network before and after with all of the advisors and um, yeah, so that one we do twice per year. And, and you also have a luncheon series. Yeah, so we have our business growth tools luncheon series, which is actually a luncheon every single month focused on a topic for growing your business. So we do work a lot with startups, but we are starting to see more growth companies that are coming through. And topics of growing your business are important even when you're in the startup phase for thinking about how to grow your business. Um, so the next one that we have actually is November 15th, and it's called Demystifying Your Financial Statements. And we have Beth Wozniak coming out from MMP, uh, and she's gonna talk about your financial statements. They don't have to be something that just your accountant knows about. Um, it can be something that you utilize to help leverage and grow your business with understanding like the terms and stuff that are all in the financial statement that you have for your company. So, so where's that? So that uh, event is always at Economic Development Regina or Women Entrepreneurs of Saskatchewan. So it's actually um, a co-made event. Um, we both do it together and it switches between the Economic Development Regina office and the Women Entrepreneurs office. Luckily in Regina, we're literally right beside each other. Okay. Um, so the next, that one is going to be at uh, the Economic Development Regina office, which is at 1925 Rose Street. Um, and then Women Entrepreneurs is 1919 and we are connected through a door. So um, you can always that, come to one or the other and you'll get in. Is that a brown bag lunch or is um, it? So you, nope, uh, we give lunch at the event. It's $20 okay. um, for our business growth luncheon series. And that covers your lunch for the event. Um, and we bring in different caterers and stuff for that. And how do I sign up? You sign up on our website, uh, square1sas.ca, um, and then it's in our events page under business growth. What, what like when you hold events or uh, if I've uh, got this little spark of an idea in the back of my head, how, what should I do to just uh, keep abreast of what's happening with Square One or different ideas that are coming up? Yeah, so with Square One, um, we have an events calendar on our website, so you can check out, and that's not just Square One events anybody can submit an event on our website. So if you're going to hold an event specific that makes sense to entrepreneurs, you submit your event on our website, goes through approval process, we approve it, it gets put onto our event calendar. Um, So we ask that other organizations that hold those events to please put them on our website because we have a pretty big client base that will look at it and go to their events. Um, So that's one way, then the other way is our newsletter. So Square One has a newsletter that comes out once per month um, and that one we put in our events, we put in um, different like tips and tricks and stuff like that that we get from our Ask an Experts, things like that are all in our newsletter. And that's just, uh, I can sign up for that online? Yeah, just on our website, square1sask.ca. Um, it's square1 and then sask.ca. So some people put just sk, so square1 written out, so yeah. O-N-E and then sask. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen uh, how many like how many inquiries or entrepreneurs do you typically see? Um, so it is a lot more than people think. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have the numbers for both cities, but for Regina, if we're just talking Regina entrepreneurs, um, last quarter we did 445 inquiries. Wow. So that was a lot. And in a quarter. In a quarter. Yeah. Uh, that was 445. Now that's potentially people that have asked us more than one thing. So that's inquiry based. But I also pulled a number where I looked at new contacts or new clients made. So in 2017, so far, we're averaging about 50 new per month. 15. 
50, 50. Oh, new months. entrepreneurs <laughs> inquiring to us per month. What do you find in common with all those? With all the entrepreneurs yeah. that are coming? Like, is it young people that are starting or people that are a different stage in their career or just... Um... It's tough. Age is all over the spectrum. Yeah. We have everywhere from people that are um, just getting out of high school. So we've got like 18 year olds all the way up to people that are re- retiring and looking for starting their own thing on the side now that they've retired. So it's seriously all over the spectrum on age. Um, 50-50 men and women. So it's really tough. Like there isn't mm-hmm. like a specific look, I yeah. would say, to who, who they are. Um, a lot of it, honestly, are people that are really, really good at their trade and they're working for another company and they're like, you know what? I'm going to try and do this on my own. Yeah. Um, so we see a ton of that. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, that'd be very, that's, I could see that appeal and, yeah. and the desire to at least explore it and see yeah. what, what it would take to, to do that. Right. And it is majority people that have just an idea that they're working through. We also have worked with companies that are already existing. They've been running for three months to a year or more. Um, and we also have some, it's a smaller amount, but some that have been in business for 10, 15 years and they're looking to revamp what they're doing or go into a new product or market line. Um, and they're just coming to talk to us about resources or just like wanting to tap into the entrepreneurship community and coming to some of our events that we have and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Um, you may not be able to answer this, but cause I'm not sure how you track or anything, but what do you see as common mistakes or that where, where businesses could do better starting or entrepreneurs, I guess, could do better starting up or, um, honestly, it's building your network is a big piece of it. So Saskatchewan, you see a lot of word of mouth really working. So it can be about who you know, and you can only know if you go out and meet people. Um, So advice that I could give to entrepreneurs is build your network, get to events, go out and just network with other people in different industries, right? Like not just people that are in your area, but people in other areas that bring new, brand new perspectives to what you're doing. Just talk to people. And one of the best things about Regina and about Saskatchewan is that if you email somebody or give someone a call and just ask them to go for coffee, nine out of 10 times you're going to get a yes. Yeah, that's true. And people here just love to (laughs) meet with people and help people. And that's, I mean, all of our events are all people that come, like all those advisors we've got, for example, uh, like Matt Pinch, owner of Leo's group is coming. Um, Janet Lee with Historico, Kyle Folk with Intergrain Technologies. They're all coming and they're all volunteering their time for three hours at my, at at our Ignite Your Ideas event just to help entrepreneurs. So they want to help. And and I always just tell people, like, if you're looking for somebody to talk to in, in your industry and others, just give them a call. So really building your network is a big one. Um, and if there's another little piece, it would just be build a business plan. Lots of people think they can do it without one. And they're not necessarily required unless you're getting fina- like funding. If you're going to go to a financial institution, the first thing they're going to ask is for a business but plan. But if you're investing your own heart, like your yeah. nest egg or whatever yeah. or something. Get your ideas that are all in your head on paper. Like, that's yeah. one of the biggest things is just... Make sure that you've got somewhat of a plan put in place and that you've done your research in the industry. Know what your competition looks like. Know specifically, as I'm sure you guys tell people a lot, who that consumer market, target market is Mm -hmm. and narrow them down and know as much as you can about them so that you can, if you're putting marketing dollars into something, you can utilize them effectively. So that's a big piece is the business plan is a huge piece. For sure, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I imagine, I mean, we see occasionally people with just big ideas that, um, maybe haven't thought through kind of the, the whole plan quite, quite thoroughly. Right. That advice you're offering is fantastic. 
It's just what I've seen a lot of and what has been helping a lot of the entrepreneurs I work with is when they start to get a plan in motion and then when they start to spitball it with people by meeting people out in the community. Well, it could clarify, could redirect it. You might mm-hmm. find an area that might even be more valuable or more right. lucrative than what you're initially thinking. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Jasmine, thank you so much. I know you love helping people. So how can people get a hold of you? Um, so people can get a hold of me through my email. So um, you can email me through Regina at square one sask. So again, square one with one spelt out in sask, S-A-S-K dot C-A, um, as well as give me a call at 306-789-5099 extension 235. Um, and if you're anywhere in the province, you can also call one 576 4444 and that'll bring you to our square one office and if you ask for me they'll direct you my way thank you again very much for chatting with us no problem thank you so much for having me dave